You're listening to the Small Talk Podcast, covering local business and community in the city of Des Plaines. Hello and welcome to Small Talk, linking local business and community in Des Plaines a Displays Chamber of Commerce podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Bewer, Executive Director of the Displays Chamber of Commerce and Industry, along with my sidekick, our engineer today and owner of Ian Ryan Interactive, Laird Crawford. Hi, Laird. Good morning. This episode is officially our kickoff, and we are so excited to be sitting down with our mayor, Andrew Gachakowski, to put a spotlight on Displays. So thank you so much, Mayor, for being our first guest. And of course, thank you for all your support of the Displays Chamber and the community. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. You guys have been doing great work, and I'm excited to take part in something like this. It's, it's a lot of what we're trying to do at the city, too. So That's great. Well, being this is our first podcast, we're excited to have you on. I can't even believe it, but it has been one year since you've been officially our mayor. I feel like it's been longer because you've accomplished so much so you know in talking about your year what are you most proud of so far so i think that there's two things that i'm the most proud of first is changing the way that the city talks to the constituents and the people that live here in the city the way that we explain what we're doing why we're doing it what we're going to be doing next it's been a very dramatic change for the better and we're seeing people being more bought into what it is that we're doing as a city and the direction that we're going and i think it's one of those things that we could do quickly and we could do it effectively and we have a great staff that have been working hard on this from day 1 well and definitely i could tell you as with you being the mayor you've been out so much you've been out to so many chamber events and you definitely are the face representing the city all over the community and it's definitely appreciated oh well thanks it's the least i can do to show up to these things because those are the things that residents care about they show up to the fireworks they show up to events and having the mayor there and having elected officials there is a way for us to connect with the population yeah it sure is so what are the city's main priorities for the year going forward I think that going into 2022 with the hopes that the COVID-19 pandemic is sort of moving on where we can pick up the pieces and regrow, business development is going to be a major focus of the city as are some major infrastructure projects. So, one of the things that residents bring up again and again is Metropolitan Square. And Metropolitan Square is the centerpiece of our downtown, but as you know, it's largely empty and it's not the most inviting space. And so the council's been working together recently to try and come up with some ideas of how we can grow that area and change that plaza and make it more welcoming and make it more visible to make businesses there have more foot traffic and be able to succeed in a way that they can't right now. We're also going to be working on trying to achieve funding for a bridge over the train tracks on Algonquin Road. As you know, Displains, we are inundated with train tracks. We have train crossings all over the place. And that particular freight line, if a train is going down, it will impact multiple crossings at one time. And this makes emergency vehicles less responsive. This backs up traffic. This has chain effects throughout the whole area. So we're hoping to make at least one bridge where we cannot have traffic impeded by these trains. So I have a bunch of questions. I'm going to sure. I'm going to back it up to the Metropolitan Square. What are some of the ideas that the city hopes to accomplish in redoing the Metropolitan Square? Sure. So right now Metropolitan Square, the city owns the plaza and the the rights of way. It doesn't own the buildings. And One thing that comes up again and again is how it's not an inviting space. We have vehicular traffic all around that center island and we're looking at potentially eliminating that, 
having folks rely on the parking in the garages because we have a brand new municipal garage next yeah. to the one that's there and providing more space for people to use, whether it's enhanced outdoor dining opportunities for the spaces that are restaurants over there, potentially putting in a splash pad, seating, games, all sorts of things where people want to spend time there because when you want to spend time there, you're going to spend your money at the restaurants and establishments that are next door. So we're trying to make it a welcoming space and we're going to have shade and we're going to have lighting and just all around some great ideas that have been floated. So do you think some of the events, like possibly the Taste of Displains, which is over Father's Day weekend, and obviously the tree lighting is there, so do you anticipate more events or other ideas of events happening down there? Yeah, one of our priorities in the city has been to look at events on a citywide scale and enhance our investment in these. And so we're looking at bringing back a farmer's market and we're looking at those sorts of things. And I think that an enhanced larger metropolitan square would be a good fit. As for Taste of Displays, I'm not sure the scale matches up. We're going to have to look at that and see. And again, the library has always been a great partner on the other side of the tracks. They're wonderful. Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, that sounds very exciting. Okay, so you mentioned the bridge on Algonquin. So Mm -hmm. any other additional things regarding that project? Sure. So this is something where it's a large-scale ambitious project, many millions of dollars. But as you know, in last year, Congress passed a large infrastructure bill. And some of that includes funding that's specifically for bridges and large infrastructure projects like this that are ambitious, that have a regional impact. And we think that this would be a good fit. So we're going to work with our regional state federal partners, try and get the funding for this and try and get this going because this is something that has impacted our city from the very beginning. We were a city that was built up around these train tracks. We're successful because of the trains historically. And so we're just going to try and provide residents with a way to get by and not have them be negatively impacted like they've been for so long. Yeah, I think that's so important, and that will help, again, all the businesses along on the other side of the bridge. Exactly. People get to it. So can you provide us with an update on all the development projects that are happening downtown? I know I see cranes everywhere. There's a (laughs) lot of really high-end apartment complexes going up. Yeah. So we've had two, almost three years of a pandemic, but despite all that, we continue to have investment and interest in our community. The Compass Point project, which is right next to the Journal and Topics, Mm -hmm. is going to be opening up and hopefully leasing out late summer. And that's 300 plus luxury apartments, which are going to bring people who, again, will help sustain our businesses downtown. Next to it is the old bank building. And that's going to be a video gaming establishment, not gambling, but like computer games and like almost an arcade for adults with a bar on the top floor. And that's very in, and I know that will attract a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah, that'll be great. Exactly. And then there's a lot of interest in the old Leona's building, which is something that we'd initially considered putting a dispensary in. Uh, we're hoping to get, whether it's a coffee bar or a restaurant or both in that location sooner rather than later. Moving on, we've got the Oakton and Lee Tiff that we just created, Mm -hmm. we're trying to get a metro station over there that would be beneficial to residents because it would allow us to use the second train line into the city. And with that is going to come a lot of development, a lot of enhancing our local infrastructure over there. There's nothing I can announce yet, but we're in talks with with developers every day about trying to to locate them. And whether they make the most of that Kmart location at some point in the future or others, I think that there's a lot of potential. That's one of our major places for future growth. A little bit down the street on Oakton near Main West is a development of townhomes that we discussed some months ago. This was passed and they're going to be constructing in the neighborhood of 125 townhomes, which again will bring additional people and additional dollars to help our businesses. And all those additional people will help fill 
hopefully some of the open job positions exactly. for our businesses. So I think that is incredible that the city is supporting that because in turn that will support the business community as well. Exactly. And I know that we have a really devoted and a really capable economic development staff right now on our team. And they are meeting with restaurants and they are meeting with retailers and they're meeting with developers multiple days a week to try and get them here in the city. And there is interest. You know, we've we've had a dramatic burst of development over the last 10 years here in the mm-hmm. city. And developers know that we're serious contenders and that we mean business. And they're willing to invest their dollars here. So I think we're going to see some big success down the line. Yeah, that's great. Is there any incentives that the city is offering right now to somebody that might be interested in opening a business? Yeah, there are some incentives. So for existing businesses who want to redo their awnings or or the frontage of their business, we have reimbursable grants for that. We also have grants for folks who want to come in and open a new business. For example, at Seven Bar and Grill, which is Mm -hmm. one of our new restaurants that opened during the pandemic, they had to come in and redo the space. And the city gave them a significant amount of money to do that. We won't pay 100%, but we'll match, I think it's up to 50% to a certain degree. And that way we help them open with less of an impact on their bottom line to get those doors open and to get clients in there right away. Yeah, you all are really helping, you know, if a business is interested, I mean, this is definitely the place to be. So is there anything else happening in the city that our listeners should know about or any other inside scoop that you could give us for our first episode? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that if you're a resident of Des Plaines and you're interested in what's going on, there are more ways than ever to hear about the things that are going on. I do a video series every month. And I just try and talk to people about what it is that we're doing, why we're doing it, what we're going to be doing in the future. And that's just one example. We have a very active Facebook page. We have a much larger social media presence. And again, we're going to be doubling down on these events. So we're going to be doing a 4th of July parade this year. We're going to be doing the- It's back. It's back. People have been talking about that. That's great. And we're going to be doing fireworks after our wildly successful fireworks show last year. So we are going to be doing more. We're going to be doing it better. And we're going to be investing in our community in a way where people will feel like they're part of something bigger. So stay tuned for big things on the horizon. We're working hard and there's a lot of things that are going to be coming out in future months. So I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, Andrew, how does um, belonging to Displains Chamber or being a part of Displains Chamber, how do you think it benefits business in that area? Oh, I think the Displains Chamber is one of the best chambers I've ever had the opportunity to work with. And I've worked with close to two dozen. And I think that during the pandemic, you all doubled down and you played an instrumental role in helping the businesses here stay open and continue to operate and access the resources that were available when many other neighboring chambers were shutting down or merging together just because they didn't have the resources. So we're lucky to have a chamber that is equipped to do all the great things that you do and with your leadership. And we also are very lucky that we have members that are interested and we have the infrastructure that we need and we have people who know what they're doing so that you can all work together to keep everyone afloat and to keep us moving in the right direction. I don't think that there's any question that chamber membership is worthwhile in this case. Well, thank you. And we would be nothing without the fabulous city and your support and as well as our fabulous members. So I feel very lucky to work here and to be a part of all this growth and opportunity that we have to come. So before closing today, is there anything else you'd like to say before we sign off on our first podcast episode? 
I would just like to say, you know, I, I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve. And I work with some great people on the city council. And I work with some great business leaders and, and folks like you, Andrea. And we are doing some very important things on the back end that I think will make the lives of, of Displains residents better over the long term. So I encourage everyone to have an open mind and to look forward and to see what's being created here and to try and contribute. If you have ideas, if you have questions, reach out to us. We're happy to help. And we're going to build a better Displains together. Yes, we are. God. Well, thank you so much, Andrew, for being the first guest. This was so quick. It went by <laughs> great. And it's been an absolute pleasure working with you. And I can't wait to see what the future is in store for the city and the chamber and all of our members and the community. So. Well, I'm, I'm really excited. Thank you very much for having me.